Hey, welcome back to the show. Before we get to our good friend Peter Shashaki, we want to remind you we'll be revisiting our lead story at 4.30. Today there was a fiscal update uh, from Ottawa. And guess what? Our deficit uh, is ex- for the March budget is expected to be around $40 billion. Uh, and they're expecting for 2027-2028, it'll be around $23.8 billion. Lots of housing announcements as well. But all those announcements when it comes to new rentals being built, 30000 they want to build to be $15 billion. Uh, they'll begin spending in 2025, 2026. It is borrowed money, folks, $40 billion deficit. So we revisit that uh, issue at 430. But let's talk uh, dollars and cents, but in a different way. Of course, uh, lots of year-end uh, deals out there. I know social media is now filled with tons and tons of deals, 20% off, 40% off, 50% off, uh, from, as I said, shoes to, to, to clothing to even cars. Well, joining us now to talk a little bit about uh, year-end deals and what you should be spending is Peter Shashecki. He's a registered financial planner and president of the Everything Financial Group. Good afternoon, Peter. Good afternoon, Jazz, and I guarantee you that $40 billion isn't going to cost you and me a dime, right? <laughs> I can't even say it with a straight face, but I tried. It's, well, it's, it's uh, you know, it's, first of all, it's our kids' money at the end of the day, number one, as <laughs> you their know. their kids' money. <laughs> and their kids' money. But, you know, we're of that vintage. We know how difficult it was in the 1990s uh, to, to slay the deficit, to get rid of the deficit, to eliminate the deficit. And it's it's tough on any government. You've got to make some deep cuts. Uh, and yeah. we, we eventually got out on the other side. But, you know, it, it, it's not going to be easy. There will be a fiscal reckoning, number one. It'll be, if any government doesn't want to do it, fine. It will be imposed on us by bankers eventually, number one. And number two, um, you know, this government was handed, whether you like the Harper government or not, a balanced budget. Uh, and uh, these guys just drove a you know a Mack truck through that. So yeah, we might update you on that in a couple of weeks. I know because next week it's more important because really next week's pledge day, so we're not doing our normal mm-hmm. show. But I've got some info that I'll probably try and bring to the table in a couple of weeks about how all the different levels that created the debt. Because it's not just one; it's no. it's a lot of other things. So we can. A lot of that came out today, so we'll save that for another day. Yes, we will. All right, let's talk a little bit about uh, the deals deals that we're seeing at the end of the year here. Uh, you know, uh, especially when you look at cars. Never mind just you know uh, basic things. Now, when you when you look at what's being offered, what should be you be looking for? Well, when you're looking at cars, you want to look at uh, one thing is interest rates. But the big question everyone always has, and I've heard this from everybody: Should I lease or should I buy? Well, a car, for one, is a depreciating asset. So that's the worst thing to ever spend money on anyways is something that you're going to lose money on the second you get it. But when people ask me that question about lease or should I buy, well, when it comes to a lease, if you can write it off and you get a good tax deduction out of it because you're self-employed or because you're a commission salesperson or you own your own company, let's say, and you get to tax deduct that based on CRA rules, then look at the lease. But if you don't get to write it off, Look at the purchase, because the most expensive way to ever pay for anything is renting it, and a lease is a rent. So unless you qualify, look at the purchase option. Mm-hmm. Um, and with the, the, the rates where they're at at this particular point, um, how much of a down payment should you, should you be looking uh, at? Oh, great question. Wasn't expecting that one, so here you go. Um, zero. <laughs> and I'm explaining to some people, go, but my payment will be like... X or, you know, whatever that'll be. But think about it this way. If you're buying it and you know the second you drive it off the lot, you've lost 30%. Mm -hmm. So say you had a windfall and you have 
50 grand in your pocket and you're going to buy a car? Because someone actually asked him that question. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, but the second you drive it off the lot, your 50000 is worth $35,000. Mm-hmm. Like you never get that money back. So put in as little as possible. And there's still, and here's the neat thing, a lot of these dealers and manufacturers are still giving great finance deals. Well, I'd rather lose 5%. Now, 5% sounds expensive in these days. But when I do math, losing 5% and paying that is a lot better than losing 30%. So look at different ways. And, and, and I did this for someone who, a listener of yours, who asked this question. Mm-hmm. You can take the money you're going to pay from a car, put it in a very simple, safe investment that doesn't earn a ton of interest, but earns something. And basically at the end of the six years, they had just about 40% of their money left. So it's not like they wrote a check and got rid of all the principal. They got rid of some of the principal. At the end of the day, they're going to have a paid for car, but they're still going to have money in their pocket. And that's why you try and never pay cash for anything because it's very hard to replace that principle once you get rid of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you say you, you lose so much driving it off the lot, you know, would you would you recommend buying a used a year or two old where it's still relatively new, but uh, you don't have to eat the depreciation? You can, and you can. You know what you can do if you're a commission. We talked about those lease people. Mm-hmm. You can actually. There's companies out there who lease two-year-old vehicles and three-year-old vehicles to you at a very competitive rate, but the initial purchase price is thirty, thirty-five percent lower. It's definitely an option, and and there's a lot of companies who still sell very good competitive warranties for those used vehicles if it doesn't have a manufacturer's warranty still. So that is a definite thing um, to look at because anything that's going to leave more of your hard-earned money in your pocket but also make the net cost at the end of the day lower Mm -hmm. is good because as you and I always talk about, it's not what you make, it's what you keep. So figure out a way to keep more and spend less. Is leasing still popular, though? I'm curious. It seems to me, maybe it's anecdotally for me that I, I thought more people leased five, ten years ago than they do today, or maybe I'm just off. It's still very popular um, in the right things. Now, what, why it's, it's, it's not known of as much as it was before is because CRA implemented some rules about you can only write off a, you know up to a, so much of a lease payment and everything else. Like there's just some caps on it. But it's still, if you're in that ballpark, I mean, if you had a $1,000 payment and you're in a high tax bracket, well, your lease payment on $1,000, maybe after tax, if you're 40% tax bracket, you're really, that car's really costing you $600 or $550. Mm-hmm. So you got to look at, again, net dollars spent and how much you keep. So don't discount it just because the lease payment is a couple percent higher. People always get focused as on percentages. Mm-hmm. Don't look at percentages. Look at real dollars in the end out of your pocket. And, you know, the the purchase payment might be 2%, but you might be spending $900, and the lease payment might be 4%, but after tax, you might be spending $600. So you've got to to get your registered financial planner and and get them to crunch the numbers because a car payment is just not a purchase. Is still part of your overall financial plan and how much money you're putting out and how much are you keeping. That's the big thing. Peter, thank you. Thanks, Jazz. I look forward to uh, Pledge Day next week. It should be fun.